Hey, welcome to Culture and Sancocho with your girl Yaya. And I'm Pamela. So, as always, we are starting with our contribution in a minute. Cuéntame, Pamela. So today we're going to talk about Victoria Santa Cruz. Um, she's an Afro-Peruvian. So she was born in Lima, Peru, October 27th, 1922, and is of Afro-Peruvian descent. She was a choreographer, composer, and an activist. She was the mother of the Afro-Peruvian dance and theater is what she was called. Uh, her father was raised during his adolescence in the U.S., and he shared a lot of his knowledge of European classical music and Shakespeare. So she came from a very artsy family. Um, I mean, her list of accomplishments goes on and on. Um, she became a sought-after designer in Paris. And um, in the 1970s, she extensively um, traveled with her place throughout the U.S., Latin America, and Canada. Um, in 1961 to 1965, she studied the theater in Paris and the choreography. That's why she became so sought-after. But um, in her early years with her, co with her brother, she co-directed and founded a black, the first black theater company in Peru in 1961. And the first play was Malato. But her lifelong dream was to awaken black consciousness and pride in Peru. So she just learned and created an amazing poem called Negra. And we're going to probably put that link uh, on our bio and when we post. So what's our topic today, Yaya? Yeah, so um, before we go to our topic, we are definitely going to share um, that link and um, the YouTube video of her poem on our post. So if you want to learn more about Victoria, please, please, please um, check out those links. Um, today, our topic is going to be about fetish. We had we touched upon fetish briefly in our last recording, but something, um, something came up that I was like, oh no, we definitely have to... Um, speak on this a little bit more, a little deeper. Um, it's it's one of my pet peeves, and it, it's a pet peeve with Latinas. For me, it's with Latinas, and of course, back in my days, like again, back it wasn't until a while ago that I didn't realize the issue with this. So, um, you had a really great description, Pamela, last time of what uh, what fetish was. Can you give it to me again? Share with us again. It's a it's a form of sexual desire or gratification that's linked to abnormal degree of a particular object. So it's just basically, in a nutshell, you're you're into something just for what you can see at that moment. And it's for me when we're in the context we're going to talk about it. It's a fixation. So people can have fetishes about like who they want to be with, and that's what we're going to cover. And you're going to start the story out for us. <laughs> well. Um, there, the fetish or the way this started that I was like, uh, -uh we have to talk about this is a reality star, um, who made a comment about black Latinas, um, being what black men want or Latinas um, in general, basically, or Latinas, correct. Latinas right. in general. And which and we know once, is the JLo Latinas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mostly. There you go. Exactly that. And, um, there was a meme that I saw that hit a nerve, and it said, Latinas, a black man's weakness, or kryptonite. Me, as a Latina, I was insulted by that. I felt completely insulted by that. As a woman, I don't want to be a fetish because I speak Spanish. Because at the end of the day, I'm black, right? But you're telling me that if I did not speak Spanish, 
then I wouldn't be of interest to to men. Or, or, too, or you're too black. Or you're too black. You're, not, you're black, but you're not really black. Yeah. So because I speak Spanish, now you have an interest in me. Now you're making me feel like some purple unicorn. Yeah. Um, and when I was when I was married, um, I'm divorced now. And, but at that time, and I didn't realize it then. At that time, I was I was a fetish. I was the Dominican princess. I was my um, Latin mommy, you know. And I thought, again, not knowing, naive. I thought that was like, oh, that's cute, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. But once you're in it um, and you go through what you go through, it's like it's not love. That's not love. That's that was like, oh, that's the the. Well, how did you realize? How did when did you realize it wasn't love? Um, it it kind of as the marriage progressed and it became um became a toxic relationship, became a toxic relationship, and there were times that I would say certain things because again, um, English is my second language, and there are certain words that I'm unable to pronounce. Like they would it would make fun of it, you know, like he would make fun of it. Or they would make comments, like he would make comments that would literally make me feel like he picked me up from the Yola, you know? Mm. Exactly. He would make comments like I just, like he got, he found me on the beach coming off the Yola. Wow. And then for those who don't know what a Yola is, <laughs> the oh Yola God. is the boat that they say like the Dominicans get on to get to the, from the DR to the U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah and, and it was those things were very very hurtful um and of course after once we got divorced and the divorce was ugly and messy is you know and i started learning more and identified with being a black latina that's when i realized like holy shit i was just a fetish i was just a fetish mm-hmm. um there was a lot of other stuff that I, I won't I won't share right now, <laughs> just in case. Okay. But I won't share right now. But um, there was a lot of things he, he, you know, there was a lot of things. There was a lot of self hate in him that I did not realize. Yeah, I can um, identify with that because a long time ago, I remember dating someone and we were pretty serious, and um, the friends that were like the core friends that used to come over all the time that were his friends. They were like, oh, I'm not comfortable with um, our friend's girlfriend saying the N-word, but I'm comfortable with Pamela saying the N-word. And they were like, she actually looks like she's black, so I'm comfortable with her saying it. And then he was like, and I'm like, yeah, I am. And he's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. My ex was like, no, you're not. I'm like, but I've been here long enough. And because I think I lived in the South, I knew, you know, I was, I had to be very self-aware very quickly of, I know exactly what I look like. And because I'm like, wait, I look like this. I am, you know, you identified yourself. I identified a lot earlier because of the place that I was. I'm like, I mean, I am, it's like, we're mixed, but I am. So it was a slow, it was a progression, but I definitely identified earlier and he did not want me to accept that. But I've also had friends introduce me and they're like, she's Dominican. And I'm like, I, I don't like, don't introduce me to somebody. Don't tell people like, oh my God, mommy. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. Because at the end of the day, like, um, it's like anything, like 
you want to be in the culture, but you don't want to be in the culture. So I know that if I, you know, date a person that's Indian or whatever, I have to know what comes with it. And am I ready? And it's the same thing. Like, don't come and say, oh, I'm into it, but you're not into it. You're not into the things that come with the culture. Like, you have to respect it. And if you don't want to be a part of it, then, hey, there's a door and that's not love. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, we have, we, again, as black Latinas, we have black, we have black features. The hair, the nose, the lips, um, our skin tone. We're black. At the end of the day, we're black. Our culture, our ethnicity is Latino. We speak Spanish. And if you see me before I even speak to you, before I say anything to you, and you have no interest in me because you, you're, you're just seeing a black girl, right? You're seeing a black woman. But the instant I speak Spanish, you want to approach me. Yeah. Or you want to come at me with, hey, mommy, Girl, I need to cut you off. I've had, I got stories for days. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember going to, uh, this place we used to hang out and they used to play like uh, house music and me and my friends would go and they were like, my friend's like, there's this cute bartender. I'm like, let's go see him. And we're like, he got voted the best looking bartender in Atlanta. And I'm like, let's go see. This was years ago. We go and he was such a snoop. And I was like, okay. And I'm very like, you know what? I, I, I deal with people all the time and I just. What do you mean by a snoop? Snoot, snooty. Snooty, snooty. Okay. So I, I hate it when people do that because I know how irritating the general public can be, whether you work in a bar, in a restaurant, in a store. But I try to be like, Pamela, you got to do the right thing, like treat them right, give them the level of service, okay? They didn't do anything to you. I know you're cranky today or you people are being whatever today. So I try to, I understand. But I'm going, I'm trying to order a drink and I'm like, I'm standing at the bar with all these people and it's not a really big place. It's not that crowded. I was, I looked at him and I was like, that's funny. So then, okay, this guy, I know this guy is black, at least half black. And I know he's European. Um, and, um, so yeah. And he had like locks. He was a good looking guy. So it's funny. There was another bartender there and I could definitely tell he was Hispanic. He was more like South American, you know, tall, probably like half indigenous. And I was like, this guy speaks Spanish. Okay. And I'm like, hey, da da da. He's like, yeah, yeah. He takes care of me. And I'm like, de donde tu eres? Because you know, in Atlanta, there's not that many Hispanic people you meet in the city. You'll start. Yes. It, it, it's a lot better now, especially if you're in the county outside of Atlanta that's full of like Hispanic people. But in the city, especially, you're like, oh my god, my people, my yes. people. So I was talking to him. We're like, da 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 da. Oh man, don't you know the guy started wiping the bar in front of me and was looking up at so me. So the snooty bartender all of a sudden came towards you when he completely ignored you from the beginning. But everything changed. Spanish. Everything changed as soon as I spoke Spanish. And I was like, wow. And it's funny because I brought it up to him later. I was like, you're such a snoop. And he's like, no, I'm not. I said, you're rude. And I was like, yeah. you're, you're a rude person. And I'm like, I brought it up very briefly to him. I was like, you know, you didn't, I was like, you talked to me because, oh, no, no, no. I was like, whatever. I didn't even get to the whole part that why you talked to me. I just was like, you're a snoot. Yeah, I mean, and you can tell. Like, you can tell, you know, some people are like, oh, no, you're, that's in your head. No, no, no. You can, you can tell when somebody, mm -hmm. you can tell when somebody has interest in you yeah. from the beginning you can tell when somebody's checking you out yeah and then you can tell when all of a sudden their interest sparks because you start speaking or because you tell them oh yeah my parents you know i now i used to tell people oh um 
I'm Dominican. I'm Dominican. Now I corrected. I was like, no, my parents are Dominican, born and raised Dominicanos. I was born and raised here. So I, my parents are Dominicans. I'm American. I just, for me, when it comes to dating, I don't like to bring it up. Now, if I'm just meeting people to be like, hey, what's up, girl? Yes, you too. Yes. Like friends? Yeah. But mm-hmm. dating? No. Oh, mommy. You speak Spanish. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest with you, um, when, I, again, when I speak, you can tell. You can tell English is my second language. No, you um, can't. And, the, and I get asked a lot, like, oh, where are you from? And, I, you know, I tell them, yes, my parents are Dominicanos, my first language. Um, is Spanish, but as soon as I start saying "Oh, mommy," or they start saying trying to speak Spanish, I'm like no, 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 no. Oh my no, god, no. let's let's not go there. Let me let's, tell you. Let's get to know each other first, and then once I see that you truly have an interest in learning the language because you want to be able to speak with my family, then yes, then then I can see. Yeah, I can start I, teaching you or or educating more about the Spanish language and the culture. He's a, here's he's another. Here's another scenario. In Atlanta, you know, being like, you're not around your people. I'm like, man, I want to dance salsa. I want to dance salsa. So we used to have a group of friends. And one of my um, one of my friends, Quick, shout out to Quick, hopefully him. And um, this is before I met him, met Sheba and stuff. We all, a bunch of us used to get together and go dancing. And Quick has like dancing classes and all that stuff. But there's a bunch of us. We just got together. It'd be like Quick and like some of his friends, some of my friends, my friend Roosevelt. Just random people we get together. And one of our boys, DJ Mafioso, was Dominican and Quicks Puerto Rican, we would, would DJ that night. We'd get in. I think it was like a Wednesday or a Tuesday because we missed dancing. And then you yes. go and here comes the guys. Oh, you going to teach me? And I'm like, not really. And <laughs> it was so annoying because I just want to go dance with somebody who knows what they're doing. I don't want to teach you. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Yes. Again, being your fetish tonight. It was so nice to go with our guy friends and just dance. Like, da 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 And we, we yes. all knew what we were doing, and it was just a good time. We didn't even drink. We would just go to just sweat all night. Like, ah, man, I want to dance some salsa. I want to dance some bachata. Let's go. And we would go, and we were, like, in and out, like, at 11 or 12. We just wanted to dance. But it was funny. The guys. Dance. Yeah, the yes. guys coming up to you, going to teach me. I love Spanish girls. I'm like, listen. Uh, no. Back up. I got to go. Yes. <laughs> I got to go. Yes, yes, and yes, yes, and yes. That's it's and it, it, seeing like seriously seeing that meme that I saw um, and hearing the um, the comment that this particular person made. We've all heard it before, made, but we've all we've, heard it before. We've all heard it. Before. We've heard people in our that. own family say it. People in the you know in the community yeah. say it, and I and I get where you can understand. You could say that at first. But understand that you have to, like, really think about that. And I don't think people are really think about it because that particular person, I don't think they're together anymore. Maybe they, I don't know. But the thing is, it's not, it's not a cool thing to say because why? Like, why does somebody have to be on top of somebody else? Like, why is it, oh, this is better than this? Like, it's not. Uh-huh. It's not. And and At the end of the day, you you end up being a fetish, so nobody won. Exactly, and, and you, you truly want, you truly want a man to be. You want to be a man's kryptonite or the women's kryptonite because you love them because of the way you feel when you are with them. Yeah, um, you know because there is true love in how you feel around them, what you 
you do for each other. Because and my mom might come live with us. I don't know. Like, are you going to be able to deal with that? That's a part of the culture. You know, that's a part of the culture. The, the well, proximity. Well, I don't think that anybody wants to live with their mother-in-law. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I know. but And, and, I, <laughs> but, get, and I get it, but... But what in I'm trying to explain. That is a very typical thing. I agree. Right, it's proximity with family, right? Like um, one mm-hmm. thing I learned years ago, and I remember I was like, "Oh my god, that's so on point." Taking psychology with a lot of minority families, whether you're Asian, you know, Hispanic, it's not about yourself. Like so, when you try to explain your family, I want to do this for me. I want to take these piano classes for me. That's not how we are brought up, right? We are brought up to do what's best for the family unit. Like, we are brought up to do what's best for the family unit. What's good for the unit? So, Mm -hmm. it's good or bad, right? So, I'm not... And we we are here, right? So, we've evolved. We've changed. We've Americanized some of our ways. But some things don't change. And for me, it doesn't. Like, you know, we are very... It's very uncommon for us to put our parents in homes. It's... Or we'd rather bring somebody to the house to take care of them. So just understand that. I'm not saying that every time it's going to happen, but understand that family involvement is deep. And if you are going to sit here and be like, oh, we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't send, we can't help this person, it's not going to work. You're going to clash because it's just just a tight bond. It's a very tight bond. Everybody's a little different, but it's a tight bond. And you have to understand that. Like, I know that if I marry somebody who is Indian that they definitely have their parents stay with them even if it's part-time that's not mm-hmm. even an option like for us it's kind of maybe but for Indian people it's not an option like true like Indian people from India that friends that I have like mom comes and stays for six months at her house and then goes to her brother's house or her sister's house when family comes over everybody it's it's even more so it's like you you have to respect that don't be like oh you're cute and you speak Spanish but you don't want to eat rice and beans every day. And you know, uh, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. But I'm saying understand the culture and have some respect. Like you can see there's, there's a respect. You can't come in here, you know, banging down doors and want me to speak Spanish to you. But then there's things that you won't compromise on or you're making fun of me or I'm not really black. And I'm like, just stop. Yep. Or you don't want me to tell people that, okay, I'm black. No, no, no. You're like, no, no, dude. Yeah. And, and you know, again, in, it's this is something that I'm I'm learning and realizing because in my younger you know when I was younger I would have been like oh yeah I'm not the yeah because everybody wants attention everybody wants attention right everybody wants you want guys to notice you and I've had friends introduce me that way like oh she's Dominican and I'm like please stop I'm I'm good I'm super straight like nope yes can you just say hey this is this is Pamela. This is my friend. Yeah. You know, you, you decide if you like me and then we'll go from there. Then exactly. we'll be like, yeah, you know, I do this. I, I do that. I do understand another language. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Do you cook? Not really. <laughs> yes. I am the only Latina who does not cook. <laughs> I cook a little bit, but I'm not like, you know, it's hard to when it's just you because I'm always, I'm trying to eat healthy. So I'm not really cooking all, you know what I mean? I'm not cooking all the time. Like I just, I'm cooking a salad um, in a few minutes here. Like <laughs> you're not cooking arroz con habichuela. <laughs> no, because we all know what that rice is doing to us, man. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's pretty much what we wanted to bring up. It's like as Latina, please don't think that you being a black man. Um, fetish, kryptonite, or weakness is cool because it's it, it's disrespectful at the end of the day. You want to be respected 
for the women that you are, for the person and human that you are. Um, yes, our culture is amazing. I, I love our culture. I love um, everything that is about being a Latina. But I don't want that to be the only reason why you love me or why you're with me or why you're interested in mm -hmm. me. I want you to be interested in me for what I bring to the table. What, yeah, as a person um, in a relationship. Yeah, because you, have, yeah. you could be in a relationship with somebody where... You want something that's very nurturing or somebody who's maybe you don't mind somebody who's more of a career person like you are like it's that's what we're in relationships for that type of matching not oh um can you dance for me can you play this i'm like oh please like, yeah can oh. you cook some arroz con habichuela i'm gonna tell you I, i'm sorry i can't well you know <laughs> cooking is <laughs> disappointed <laughs> cooking is a kind of a way to a man's heart so everybody has a different way but either way that's, that's not true. what's gonna whatever whoever the guy is that's what's gonna bond you right how you guys take care of each other right. and, that's, and that's it so and, that's what and just because i'm dominican and just because I'm Dominican doesn't mean I'm going to do certain things that you are used to or that you think that Spanish girls do. But at yeah. the same time, we still have part of our culture. Just like if you date anybody who grew up here and then, you know, has that culture, there is that half and half. And then there's the people who are 100% about their culture. So you have to understand like, oh, you're going to do this. I'm not going to do that because I'm not a stereotypical girl. But also understand that there's still parts of me that's very much Dominican, like your parents don't care what time you come home and, you know, and things like that. Like, you have to respect that. No, your that. parents do care what time you come home. Yes, yeah. if we are on a date, you are, my phone is going to blow up and that is going to be my mom trying to figure out <laughs> where are Girl. you, what are you doing, even yep. though I'm grown. Yep, yep, That's, That's it doesn't end. Culture. It doesn't end. And, I, and it's funny because I identify with my Indian friends with that. We're like, man, your parents are still calling you 30-something. Yep. Yep. yep, exactly, yep. exactly, exactly. So, so, but yeah, that's that's the thing is like you know what the comments that that particular reality star person made. She apologized for it, but I felt like um, she is like, I don't know if she understood it completely. I hope she did. She apologized and, and, you know, for and it, and I think she saying, she caught herself, you know, and that's it. I think. Yeah, and I think like they were saying, um, it's it's what she grew up hearing. It's what she grew up hearing, so it's it just it came out because that's what she knew, that's what she um that's what she went through, that's what um her environment presented to her. So yes, and, and like I said, it's something that once we get older and start to identify as as who we are, yeah, um, we learn better. Yeah, we learn you you learn so you do better. And I think um, she realized she made a lot of black girls mad. And and it's fine because that that was her learning point. Now she needs to learn that that's kind of ignorant. And now that she's made that one ignorant comment, maybe it'll allow her to like think deep about a lot of other things that may be attached to that comment that she could and say. And hopefully, other young girls would start thinking about it too before you make those comments. Do you really? Because at the end of the day, another thing, Pamela, is that I, I learned with this fetish is that if that relationship goes sour. Now this person, this, this partner of yours is going to feed into that stereotype. Latinas are loud. Latinas are dramatic. Latinas are crazy. Latinas are X because the relationship went sour. Right. When mm -hmm. in reality, that is not all Latinas. I, I'm, I don't think I'm dramatic, but then again, that's, <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it just, it feeds to that stereotype when that relationship goes back because He's he's going he's um, into you because of his fetish for Latinas, and mm -hmm. then when things go bad, 
it becomes negative and twisted. Yeah. So, yeah, it, we don't want to be anybody's fetish. No, and then as Latinas, we should be in general, Afro Latina or not, you know, just stop, just stop. It's just stupid. Just stop. Just stop it. Like a guy is gonna be a guy is gonna be a guy is gonna be a guy. Mm-hmm. And a woman's gonna be a woman, gonna be a girl, gonna be a woman. Whatever but that's what I'm saying. Don't put yourself on a pedestal because a man's gonna do what a man's gonna do. Mm-hmm. And instead of yeah. you being with somebody who's who, you know. In that situation, I, there's sometimes women too who are with men that down black women, and if you and and on top of that, if you're playing a part in that, that that's really crappy oh my God, for you yes. to stand on somebody's yes. shoulders. Basically, is what you're doing to make yourself better. That's not good either. I'm not. That's yes. not what happened. Say in that, that again. When you say that again, girl. For yes. you to stand on somebody else's shoulders and just step on them for you to make yourself better. That's what's not cool. And yeah, then there's so some if, men if who make men who downs black women. Mm-hmm. That's what Pamela's mean by you standing on somebody else's shoulder. You're standing on this black woman's shoulder to try to make yourself feel better or be beautiful. Oh, because this and that. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Because at the end of the day, as women, this is where we're failing. And we are black. Like as a black Latina, know that we are black. So you're just. But yeah. as women in general, whether you're Afro-Latina or not, you know, just why? That's not necessary. If your mm-hmm. guy is making negative comments, then that's that's on you. <laughs> like, yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't want to be with somebody that has to do that. Because, I mean, what's next with such a negative personality? So, but anyway. Right. Yeah, so we'll, we'll leave it on that. If you have any comments, thoughts, suggestions, opinions... Please do not hesitate to um, comment on our Instagram page, Culture and Sancocho, and let us know what you think. All right, guys, we're signing off. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you for listening. Uh, We love you all. Um, And we'll see you or talk to you next time here on Culture and Sancocho. Adios. Adios a ti. Bye.